Hi, hello, what is up? Welcome to the Joy Comes in the Morning podcast, a podcast where I pray you leave feeling more encouraged than you were before you started listening to this. My name is My Unique, but you may know me as Instagram for Believers. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Hi, hello, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is part two of Navigating Friendships. If you have not already listened to part one, go ahead, press pause, go listen to part one, and then come back and hit part two. I wanted to break this up into two podcasts because there was too many questions and they were so good. And there's so many of you that I feel like myself included that have been struggling so deep in this area when it comes to navigating our friendships and so I wanted to spend a couple of minutes in part two discussing some of the harder questions that were sent to me and so I just want to read a few of these questions and then I'm going to dive into the whole conversation I'm jumping right in because there was so there's so much to go over but questions like how do you know when to stop fighting for the friendship and just let it go when should I stop pursuing reconciliation with someone how long does it take for a friend to open back up after forgiveness do we ever heal from friend breakups how to heal from being cut out of a friend group are we supposed to fix things when um, people or friends hurt us and how do we still talk to a person that was a friend but they hurt you there were so 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 many questions but I figured um, the best way for me to kind of kick that off was to actually just read through some of those questions because what I actually want to do is if you did not watch part or listen to part one watch part one I'm not on that level yet guys but um, if you have not listened to part one yet make sure you go back and do that and the reason I say that is because if you're just jumping into part two in part one I mentioned a book by Bianca Juarez Oltoff and it is called how to have your life not suck and in this book um, I actually pulled some pieces from a chapter that's in this book about friendships and so the reason that I bring this up is because she tells the story um, that is from the book of Ruth that I think once when I read it I I was actually just mind blown because as many I've read through the book of Ruth, I've done it a couple of times here and there, but I've never looked at it this way. And the reason I want to kick off this podcast um, with this in particular is because I think a lot of us have been questioning, like, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what season of life you're in. But if you have been in a place where you don't know when to stop fighting for a friendship or when to stop pursuing recognition reconciliation I feel like this is for you and it was something that my heart so deeply needed to hear and and it comes from the book of Ruth and so just a little backstory if y'all have not read through the book of Ruth it's in the Old Testament when you have a chance please sit down and read it but something that Bianca points out in her book that I don't think I ever even noticed was um, in the beginning of Ruth in the story in Ruth chapter 1 verses 9 and 10 you see Naomi and she's with Ruth and Oprah and they are both her daughters-in-law um, and then their husbands had passed away. And for those of y'all who don't know, Ruth and Boaz didn't just happen. Like Ruth was actually previously married, which is a fun fact that like a lot of people don't even talk about, but that's a whole podcast for another like time. But um, in this, she's telling the story um, from the Bible because like there was a point where Naomi is literally like hey like if you guys want to go back like you can you know like I'm pursuing this journey but if you want to go back like you can and so I'm really just going to read um this portion of this um chapter and I highly 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 encourage y'all to go out and buy this book and read the full chapter on friendships because it is literally dynamic but so it says um sometimes in 
very close relationships, sometimes even very close relationships, simply run its course. Our Old Testament friends face this same challenge. Many theologians demonize Oprah for leaving Naomi in her greatest moment of need, but I don't think it was abandonment was at the heart of Oprah. Both Oprah and Ruth said, we will go back with you to your people, which is Ruth chapter one, verses nine and 10. And so both women were willing to continue on the road to Bethlehem, but only one wanted to. Ruth pushed beyond being willing into a territory that forced her to declare that she wanted to continue on in the journey. Before this declaration took place, though, Naomi initiated a conversation. Let's look at the ways Naomi evaluated her relationship with her daughters-in-law during that talk. I found this to be so fascinating, and I think it's so helpful when we are asking ourselves the question of, hey, when do I stop fighting for this friendship and let it go? Hey, how do I stop? When should I stop pursuing this uh, reconciliation? And so the first point that Bianca mentions in this story is the release that happens. And so Naomi actually says to both her daughter-in-laws, and this is Ruth chapter one, verse nine, but it says, may the Lord grant each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. And then she kisses them goodbye and they wept aloud. And so in this moment, Naomi actually releases, she releases both of them. And I think that's something for us to realize. And this again is taken from Bianca's book, um, that the release of a friendship is actually a powerful act of maturity. And so when we look at the story of Ruth and Naomi and Oprah, we see that it took it took maturity for Naomi to be like, Hey, like if this is not working out anymore, like it's okay. And I think that that was such a a mind blowing thing for me and such an eye opener because I don't think I've ever realized how much maturity actually comes from or comes with knowing when to let a relationship go. And so I think that when you get to that point, you can sit down with yourself and say, okay, like it's time. And then she goes on to say in this in this book is admitting that there is a problem is the first step of gaining clarity on how to move forward even if this means releasing a friend from the relationship and so if you continue reading on in Ruth you'll actually see that um, Ruth ends up staying with Naomi and Oprah ends up going back and so I think that that's totally fine but just that realization of hey like it may be time to let go and I think that has been one of my biggest struggles in my in my personal life is when to let friends go. And I can honestly tell y'all, like, I, I love just being very transparent and very vulnerable and very raw with you guys because I believe that, like, there's no point in sugarcoating and pretending. And I would be lying if I said that, like, there hasn't been times, even in the last, like, couple of weeks, couple of months, that I have, like, sat in this. And so, like... There are times when we have to sit at this crossroads and ask ourselves, hey, is it okay? Is it, is it time for me to let this friendship go or do I keep fighting for it? And so I'm going to share. Um, so I had a, a, a friend of mine and I want to say I was going to say a thought. I thought a friend of mine, but that's not true because we were friends. 
but it got to this point where um this particular person out of nowhere just started like low-key ghosting me until it it was like low-key in the sense that she would purposely leave her red receipts on with me and then when I would text her she would open it right away and then never respond and then I woke up one day and I was like oh I miss so-and-so's like Instagram stories like let me check on how they're doing because at this point like I wasn't checking social media as often as I was just because I was busy with work and stuff and then I get to I get to her profile and like she had me blocked and so in this moment I was like what the heck like I just talked to you literally last week like what's going on yada yada but then um it got to this point where I really had to to sit with the Lord and pray because I don't always do things the right way, especially when it comes to friendships. I do not always do things the right way. And one of the questions that someone sent was, how do you still talk to a person that was a friend that hurt you? And so like this person hurt me when I realized that I was blocked and for no reason, like till this day, I still don't even know why, but I would be lying if I said that didn't hurt me. There are certain friendships that like I actually value and I put a lot of energy and effort into. And so when things like this just happen where I just randomly get ghosted, like that hurts my feelings. I may not always express it, but it does. And so the reason I shared that story is not even to share like my personal life, but it's to answer this question of like, how and so um for the first time in my life I really had to like sit with the Lord about this particular friend of mine who's no longer a friend and I said Lord what do you want me to do about this how do I go about this because I'm trying to grow in you I'm trying to become more mature in you and so the Lord actually brought me to this passage of scripture which I believe we see often but I don't think we actually do it often and so in Matthew chapter 18 right um in Matthew chapter 18 verse 15 it says if another believer sins against you go privately and point out um point out the offense but if the person's if the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you are unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. And if that person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this passage of scripture actually just talks about handling offense in the body of Christ. And when I was going through this particular like friend breakup, I guess I can call it, the Lord brought this scripture to my mind. And he said, my unique, like, here's what you're going to do differently. This is what you're going to do different because mind you in the past, I have not always done it this way. I think on my, like, honestly, this was the first time I've actually ever done something like, as the Bible says in this like regard. And so I actually texted this person and I was like, Hey, like I went to check your social media and realized like I was blocked and like, I don't know why, but I just wanted to come privately to you. Just as the Bible is saying, go privately to that person and talk about it and see if I, if like what happened so I can like fix it or apologize to it up now. Um, I wish the story ended better, but it didn't like that message was read. And again, we have not talked to this day, but the reason I share that is because never in my entire life have I felt so much peace about handling a friend breakup than in that moment. When I say there was a peace that surpassed all understanding, there was nothing that anyone could have said or done to make me feel bad or regret for what I had just done because in that moment God had to to mature me like I really did have to be matured in that way because I actually have the tendency like to go text so and so and be like this is what happened or like send a screenshot like I didn't do any of that I sat with the Lord processed it he brought me to the scripture when I was uh, 
in a place to actually send that message like I did it and usually when those things kind of happens I have the I'm a little sassy like if you don't know me in real life like blessings but like I have a little sass to me if I'm being honest and so um what when I should have like the flesh in me the earthly worldly part of me just wanted to like pop off and like say a lot but I didn't the Lord handled that with so much grace by just like allowing me to go through the Bible's passage sit with that and then be like hey if I have offended you I would I would love to correct that I'm not saying and I even put this in the message I was like we don't have to be friends after I'm not expecting you to unblock me but if I did something I would like to know so that I can apologize and Again, there was like, like, I don't think I've ever experienced that much, much peace in like letting go of a friendship. And after that, I literally never brought it back up. I never messaged her again. Like, it's fine because there was so much peace in knowing that I handled this the way that God probably would have wanted me to handle. Not even probably like it's it's literally in the Bible. And so I think when it comes down to that, that's the best that we can do. When I sat down with my pastor and had this conversation about this person, um, I told her, I was like, I think I did the best that I could do. And that was, that's it. Like, I have to leave it at that because I have the tendency to beat myself up. I have the tendency to, to blame myself if I'm being honest. And in that, I had experienced so much peace that I said, this was all I could do. And the rest is up to the Lord. If this person decides to come back, like, so be it. If not, like, it's okay. And so I think when it comes down to it, we really have to ask ourselves what the Lord says about this. And so I think when it comes to like learning how to stop fighting for the friendship, like in that moment, I stopped fighting for this friendship because I had peace that the Lord like was, it was time to release it. It was time to release this person. It was time like God bless her and God before her and she will continue to do great things. But it was just that release of like, this is, this is over. And so, um, just like this story with, with Ruth and Naomi and Oprah, like I think that we can actually take part in that of like, sometimes we need to be the friend that, at, that says like, it's okay that we're not friends anymore. And sometimes we actually need to ask people. Like I had to ask like, hey, I, I mean, it's very clear that you blocked me. So we're probably not friends, but like I had to go out of my way and simply ask. And I think that sometimes we actually avoid that because we're afraid of the answer. We're afraid of getting the answer that we actually don't want to. But again, just like Bianca says in this book, like there's such a, a level of maturity when we start to release friends and not in a toxic way, not in a gossipy way or like anything like that. But when we get to that point, I think that God sees that. And I think he honors that. And again, just like she says in this book, the first step to gaining clarity on how to move forward. Um, even if this means releasing a friend, like start asking those friendship questions. If you feel a friendship has run its course, like don't ignore the signs, don't sweep them under the rug we avoid conflict or hard conversations it will limit our maturity and cause greater pain in the future and that is from Bianca Oltoff's book how to have your life not suck and I even thought that was just like man like how many times have friendships run its course and yet we ignore them we keep saying it's fine it's fine and even to take that a step further it's not even just friendships some of us are in situations and notice I said some of us because again I've been there but it's like some of us are in situationships where we just keep excusing the behavior and it's like no like it might be actually time that this friendship that this situationship that this relationship has run its course and the longer we ignore it the longer that we choose to ignore it the more that we avoid the conflict and the hard conversation it will limit our maturity and, and cause greater pain in the future 
And so that's just like one story. Like I can give you guys friendship stories for days, like literally days. But when it comes down to navigating friendships, these are the things and the steps that we need to do in order to move freely from these things. And so um, I wanted to really share that with you again. Bianca has an incredible chapter just on friendships. Like I like Bianca, I know that you may never listen to this, but if you do re- listen to this, my prayer is in the near future that you write a book on just friendships because just this one chapter alone literally blew my entire mind and I have just been sitting in it ever since I finished this book. Um, another question that was asked was, do you ever heal from friendship breakups? And so I actually don't even know how to properly answer this because again I deal with things truthfully I deal with things vulnerable vulnerable I don't even know why I can't say that word word um in a vulnerable place and I just don't believe in sugarcoating things like even for the sake of a podcast even for the sake of like my followers like I just I just don't believe in it and I can't even answer this because there is one particular friendship that um I really, really valued in my life. And it was someone from my church and um, she and I were great friends. And I think we both didn't know how to communicate properly with each other. And there are things on my end that like, I wish I could have done better. I wish I could have said better, but when our emotions get the best of us, sometimes it's, it's not it's not great and that's why like it's important to be slow to speak it's important to bring these things before the lord before we do anything else before we start running our mouths like etc etc just to really sit with the lord and so um i don't think i have i don't think i myself have healed from that friendship breakup just because i really just wish it didn't happen um, it's really hard when you have friend breakups that exist within the church, but like, you're fine. You're just not friends anymore. And so, um, I see this girl every week. I see her all the time. And I think my heart still breaks a little knowing that we are not friends anymore. And I don't even know how to go about it. If I'm being truthful, like part of me wants to talk to her and like resolve it. But like, I don't think French, there's not a lot of friendships that remain the way they were before like that closeness before after you stop being friends with them and I've had that plenty of times happen to me where I have been like super 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 close with people uh we hit a rock and um took some time apart and then we try to come back together and it's it's fine when you come back together but things still feel different and I uh, I really don't know if I've gotten to a place of healing like I still have to surrender those thoughts and that process of my like my brain and stuff to the lord because like i think a part of me still does really want to be her friend but it's not because that that's a whole conversation for another time but um i think that it the time healing from friendships is actually just dependent on you and honestly your relationship with the Lord. Um, Because like, like I said, I think this happened a couple of months ago. It had to have been summertime when we stopped being friends. And now we're in the peak of winter. We're almost into a new year. But for me, it really was like, I still am having to process her and that and like, even my own self, if I'm being honest. And so um, by the grace of God, it doesn't hurt as much as it did back then that it does now. But I still believe that the Lord is trying to teach me from that and is still um, helping me learn some things. Like like I said, I am not the perfect friend. I am really not. Um, 
I think my friends would rate me like a six or seven out of 10, but I, I am trying my best and I still learn and have growing to do every single day with the Lord. Um, so I think that that's, that's what we have to get to this point where like I ask the Lord, like search my heart, God, like help me see in what ways that I was wrong. So like, I truly want to do better in my friendships. And so I think that's a question between, you know, you and God. And so, um, that also I think ties into how long can it really take for friends to open back up after forgiveness? Like I said, even me and this girl, like we've probably forgiven each other, but like, we are not friends anymore. Like, and I hate that people feel like they have to be my friend because like I work in my church. That is one of my biggest like pet peeves. It's honestly one of my biggest fears that people think that they have to be friends with me because I, have a platform or that like I work at my church like I don't want people to feel forced into being friends with me which is why a lot of the times I actually just leave things alone and like I let things be um so it are we supposed to fix things when we hurt friends or they hurt us hurt us um I like to fix things with friends that I've hurt but not a lot of times do people want that? And so I have to respect that. I have to respect the fact that not everyone wants to be my friend. Not everyone wants to, like, people can forgive me, but that doesn't mean that they have to be friends with me again, like, no matter how many times I say I'm sorry or et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would hope that we are the type of people that want to do better and to be better and to step into all that God wants us and who he's called us to be. And so with that being said, I like to fix things. I know that like if I did something that messed up one relationship in my life, like I don't want to, I would, I don't want to do that again. And so I'll even share that like, so communication has not always been my strong point. Like it has not, I'm the type of person that when people hurt me or something happens, like I just shut down really, really quick. And I remember um, having a meeting with my pastor who's like, And she had told me one day, like, my unique, I can't help you with things if you never want to talk to me about what's going on. And that really changed my perspective and viewpoint because in past relationships, I had really just, I I know how to become silent. Like, I can ignore people and, like, keep to myself, like, nobody's business. Like, I will shut off and it's bad. And so I had to learn how to be a better communicator, especially when it comes to, like, my pastor and people I work with, because that's something I've struggled with. But, like, I don't want to lose the friendships I have now because of things that like kept me in the past. And so I've actually learned how to become a better communicator because of it. I'm not the best at it and I'm still learning and still growing and walking through that, but I'm better than I was. Um, I would say like this time a year ago. So it really does depend on if you want to be better, then we simply have to do better. And so, um, that, yeah, I, I would go with that. And so there's never going to be a day that I believe that, we will like have this friendship thing down to a core. I am 30 years old. I'm still losing friends. I'm still like, I still have friends that like, instead of communicating with me, they would rather just like remove me on social media. I have friends that um, overly communicate things that I probably don't need to know. And I pray that like God would help them process, but it's like, there's never, I don't think there's ever an ending to this. Like at 30 years old, I can tell you guys, I still don't have it together, but I believe by the grace of God that he puts people in our lives to help us learn, to help us grow. I can't say whether a friendship you had is like really over or if one day you're going to be friends again, because again, I'm in that position where I have someone that we were good friends and now we're not friends. And it's like, I still pray that one day we will be friends, but I also have accepted the reality that 
if she does not want to be friends with me right now, that I cannot force that. And so I think when we start dealing with the realities of our friendships, like Bianca says in, in her book, when we actually start to assess, like, if this is running its course, like, stop ignoring these signs. Stop sweeping things under the rug. Stop avoiding conflict. Conflict is always going to come. Conflict is always, always, always going to be a part of your life. But how you navigate through that, how you face that is what will determine the outcomes of these situations. And so... I would just encourage y'all to really start asking yourselves these questions. There have been friends where they have just slowly, like we had a lot of conversations and then slowly but surely, like these conversations ended up getting shorter and shorter. And like we stopped hanging out as much. We stopped talking. And again, it's just accepting the reality of maybe it's time to be like Naomi did in this moment and say, hey, well, like, if you don't want to continue on this friendship, if you don't want to be as close as we used to be, like, I respect that and it's fine. And I still love you anyways. And then if they do, like, rejoice in that. But always ask yourself, how can I be a better friend? I think that is something that I need to ask my friends more. I think that's something that my friends need to ask me more. Because when there is a lack or that disconnect of simply expressing our feelings of saying, hey, this actually really hurt me. Or, hey, like, I really don't see our friendship going any further than this. When we start handling those conflict conversations, it actually might do us better than we think. Like I said, when I addressed the one friend earlier in this conversation that just like ended up blocking me, like there was so much peace about it. And I pray that you guys experience that same peace when you are navigating through your own friendships. I can't tell you how it's going to end up. Like I said, I nine out of 10 times, it does not end up the way that I would want it to, but it's the reality and I've accepted it and I've laid that before the Lord of surrender. And sometimes we do have to let people go and it hurts and it sucks. And I wish there was a better way to deal with it. But the reality is that these things happen. And the best thing that we can do is actually be on our knees before the Lord and say, Lord, this person was not mine to begin with. Like, I pray that you would have your way and take those lessons that you've learned from those friendships. Take those memories. Take take all of that and just be joyful. Replace that those thoughts of anxiety and like sadness of like rejoice rejoicing and having an attitude of gratitude um I had a best friend and we were best friends for two years and she was probably one of the greatest people in my life and she and I are no longer friends and it's really easy for me to sit and be sad that this friendship no longer exists but because I choose gratitude and I choose thankfulness I have so many happy memories with this person that like I will tell new friends for days of just like how blessed I was by her friendship and her relationship and so I encourage you to have the same attitude and mindset it's not easy I did not wake up and one day like oh my gosh like I can rejoice at all of my friends that like walked out of my life and blocked me and did it like no absolutely not it is a day-by-day process and I encourage you to sit even in that story in Ruth read through the book of Ruth I love that Bianca Oltoff breaks this down so so like great but I would even encourage you to sit in that and kind of look at your life and maybe you are at that crossroads point 
and I pray that you would learn how to be slow to speak and to navigate appropriately without any feelings of anger or bitterness towards that person and that we can forgive people walk in love and know that maybe things aren't going to be the same but at least I will honor and be obedient to God in this process so hopefully this conversation has helped you I pray that you feel a little bit more relief in your own friendships and how to navigate that I love you guys if I can be praying for you in any way please let me know be sure to connect with me at Instagram for believers I look forward to talking with you guys in the next episode.